Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 320, and today I am fired up, and uh, well, you're going to hear why, because Mr. Fire himself is back on the show, and that is JLD, John Lee Dumas from eofire.com. He has come back on, and uh, he's going to breathe a little bit of fire for us, and what I mean by that is he is a master of getting stuff done. I mean, anyone that can post and publish a podcast once a day, seven days a week, like 30 or 31 days a month, however many days are in that month, like every single day, you got to know a thing or two about productivity. And uh, he actually just came out with a new journal. Last year, it was the Freedom Journal, which was all about establishing your goals and then you know, finding your goals, but then also executing on your goals. But then he found that a lot of people were struggling with how to prioritize and how to be productive, you know, in this busy world that we live in. And uh, he does know a thing or two about that. And anytime I get the chance to kind of pull him aside and say, hey, John, like, how do you get so much stuff done? Like, can you give me some tips? Uh, I'm always listening. And that's why I wanted to definitely get him back here on the show. And like I said, him and I together is like lighting a fire because him and I are both very energetic. We have... (laughs) A lot of energy, as you'll hear in this discussion that I had with John. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited for you guys to listen because no matter what you're doing in your life right now, like you might feel overwhelmed. You might feel like, I'm not really sure what I should be doing now that I have that hour that I carved out to do this one thing. Like, what do I actually do? It's really something that I think a lot of us struggle with. I do, and I still do every single day, and that's why I'm always trying to learn systems and ways for me to prioritize, but then also sit down and get stuff done. And he's really got a cool thing that he talks about as far as like how many minutes to sit down, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend on you as a person, but he really gives some outlines as far as, and, and some, some structure as far as how to actually break this stuff down, and it's really going to be awesome. The other cool thing is, is when he launched his book last year. Like, see, you got to understand John is from the digital products world. And then to launch a physical product is, is kind of new. So when he did that, he really didn't know what he was up against. Um, he did have a large audience that was able to help him do that push, which was great, but there's still some challenges along the way. So I kind of dug into that a little bit too. I said, Hey, John, while I got you on here, let's talk about this physical product thing, because that's not really something that you've done a lot of in the past. So it's been new and you've had a, a couple of sticking points. Let's kind of dig into that. We also talk about Kickstarter and kind of how that platform is used and how he used it to launch the Freedom Journal and now the Mastery Journal. So it's kind of cool to to get a little bit behind the scenes of of how this all kind of happens and and what it takes and then also how to actually be productive. So there's a lot of stuff that we talk about here. I'm really excited to share this with you. If you want to download the show notes, the transcripts, all that stuff, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 320. All the links will be over there. And I'm going to stop talking now so we can go ahead and turn it over to the conversation that I had with my good friend, Mr. JLD. Enjoy. Mr. John Lee Dumas, welcome back to the podcast, brother. How you doing, man? Scott, it has been too long. I'm fired up to be here. Yeah, no, this is this is awesome. This is this is cool. We got, we got you back on. It's been about a year now, believe it or wow. not. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, right? Yeah, it was a year, um, and actually, you came back on. It was episode one forty six. We're at three hundred, and I think the time that this airs will be like three fifteen. So we're cranking, we're cranking over here, the TAS community. Uh, yeah, but you were episode one forty six. We talked about the power of focus and taking action, and we uh, we talked about the Freedom Journal, which has been a huge 
success. Why don't you talk a little bit about that before we before we jump in? How's that been, man? Jai flipping enormous. <laughs> Thanks to you. I mean, you get a lot of support coming your way. I mean, I was able to come on your show and share that. And your audience is obviously awesome. And so they supported it as well. And we did $453,000 in revenue in 33 days on a $39 journal. And that was cool. That made us the sixth most funded publishing campaign of all time. But what's even more impressive to me, because I just had no idea, mm. was the thing has legs. Yeah. I mean, just last month in December alone, Scott, we did $50,000 in Freedom That's Journal sales. It's That's insane. just Freedom Journal. That's, you know, we did 28000 in Amazon. We did 21000 something in Shopify. And it's just amazing to me to see that a year later, that it's still rock and roll. It wasn't just like this launch that then petered out. It's just continued to go. We've now sold, coming up on actually 18,000 Freedom Journals to date. Wow. And it's a huge number and I'm super proud of it. That's a huge number of people. You know what I mean? Like that's 18,000 people that have one of those in their hand. Yeah. Uh, that is huge. And, you know, I mean, we, we, we both do digital products. We know about that world. But something with a physical product people hold in their hand, whether it's a book or whether it's a journal like this, it's pretty powerful stuff to have that thing in their possession because, you know, it's kind of like we're in this noisy world of, of, you know, digital, right? We've got all the social media platforms. We've got eBooks we download and all that stuff. But a physical product that you actually write in, I think that's powerful. I mean, nope, I, I'm a big notebook guy. I have been for years, but the journal really does. I think it kind of helps you kind of go through it. It's funny. I was just talking to, uh, our mutual friend, Pat Flynn, I actually just interviewed him for the show and um, we were talking about fitness because uh, I knew that he did Insanity years ago and I did Insanity and I just got back into uh, T25, which is another program from Sean T. And the reason why I'm doing that program isn't because I don't know how to do those exercises or how I, you know, what to eat, what not to eat. It's because it's a program. It's, it's like it's set from a start date to a finish date. I kind of, I know what I got to do every day. I do it. I feel good about checking that off and I get to check in. Um, and I think that's what the journal does for people is that it's actually tangible that they can actually hold on to, write into, and then, you know, kind of reflect back on it, but then also feel progress through that. I mean, have, is that how you feel about kind of like not just the journal, but like anything that you can kind of have a start and an end date? The word I would use for what you're describing is framework, which I think mm. is so important. Yeah. And if we have a framework that we can step into, mm. everything changes. I mean, we only have so much time, energy, bandwidth, all that, Scott. I mean, you're a busy guy. You're moving and shaking. You're doing all these cool things. If you had to then sit down and like handcraft out a workout that you actually and honestly probably know is not going to be that good of a workout because right. you're not like a super fitness guy, you wouldn't do it. Right. And so you wouldn't even know how to start. And you know that even if you did it, it would be crappy. But you can step into a framework of insanity and it's there for you. And that's the same thing that, you know, happened with the Freedom Journal and goals. People they know they could probably sit down and figure out goals on some way, but man, like, are they even doing it right? Well, hey, I provided them with a proven framework they can just step into so they don't have to use any extra, any extra bandwidth, time, energy, effort. They can just step into it and say, I'm just going to follow the guide, the step-by-step, the 100 days. I'm going to do my 10, 10-day 10 sprints. I'm going to do my four quarterly reviews. And guess what? By day 100, I'm going to have my number one goal accomplished period. No, it's powerful. It's powerful stuff. And I just think anyone listening, I mean, whether you do it with a journal or if you do it 
with whatever you're working on, you have to have that framework in place. And I know me personally, like I just, I'm not that good at creating the framework. I like to step into a framework, like you said, and I've, I've proven that because I did really well with Insanity. I did P90X. I followed them to the T and I did really good, got in really good shape, but then I fell off the tracks again. And then I started to do, like you said, I, I said, I've been working out for years. I can go in and make up my own workout. And I did, <laughs> and it was okay, right? But I just, it didn't seem structured. It didn't seem like every day I knew what I had to do. So I stepped back in and I think I'm on day 17 today and I haven't, Whoa. I haven't missed a day and I, my diet, feel? it feels great. My my, di- my diet's dialed in too. That's the other part of it. I mean, I'm tracking everything on the phone again, like I was before. So it, it holds you accountable and it makes you feel now I've got 17 days. I feel as though I've got, I've got some, you know, I've got a little bit of time in and I've invested in that. So now I don't want to lose that. So, you know, when that box of cheese, it's passes by my, my way here, I'm going to pass that along, even though I, I love the snacky, salty stuff. <laughs> so we're going to, we yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going to pass on that. But anyway, the reason why I did want to have you back on, you do have an, a new journal coming out or actually as when this airs, it will be out. So we'll talk about that, but really what I guess since doing the Freedom Journal, one of the big things that I see for people is, okay, that's cool and all, but now like how do we get that stuff done? Especially a lot of us that are listening right now or a lot of my audience are nine to fivers. They're, you know, they got a J-O-B. Like how do I build my business? How do I, now I got these goals, I got to fit them into my schedule and I'm busy. Now, maybe you can speak to that. Maybe you can give us some tips right now about what we can do or speak to that person that is struggling with that. Because, I mean, I know I've struggled with that. Like, how do I, I know what I got to do now. I laid it all out, but I got to fit it into my schedule. So maybe you can speak to how this whole thing came to be first, and then you can maybe break down some, some tips and techniques that people can walk away with today. So one thing that I noticed, and I love the fact that with the Freedom Journal, we have this Facebook group where people can purchase the Freedom Journal, then they get into the Facebook group, and they can share their wins, their losses, their struggles, their obstacles, what they're winning with, and all these things. So I can learn so much. And so it's been a year of me being in this Facebook group every single day, answering questions, asking questions, giving support guidance, but just monitoring what people were doing. And I loved that people were able to step into this framework and they were able to accomplish massive goals mm. in 100 days. I mean, you name it. It can be on anything. It was relationships, fitness, nutrition, health, um, business, you know, books, like you name it. Like it was across the whole entire spectrum, which was so cool. And people that share and, and, and win their goals, I mean, they're, they're excited about it. And just the amount of joy that I was seeing within this group was amazing. But then I started to see this a little bit of a trend where people were saying, so John, like I just crushed my number one goal. I love it. I'm so happy. I never would have done this without the Freedom Journal, but like what next? Do I set another goal? And do I accomplish another goal? And I'm like, well, in some cases, yes, because now you need to take that next step and accomplish that next big goal. But in other circumstances, no. Sometimes you just need to say, okay, now that I've accomplished this big goal, now let me focus 100% on this and amplify it. Like when I when I accomplished my big goal of launching EO Fire, I spent a year before I set my next big goal, which was mm. to launch Podcasters Paradise. So I spent a year just focusing and amplifying EO Fire. So what did I then change and shift my focus to? Well, I wanted to be daily productive, daily disciplined, and daily focused. Intraday, I wanted those things to happen so that I could move my podcast, EO Fire, forward. That was my big accomplishment. That was my goal. Now let's double down on that. And so that's what I was realizing that people were kind of saying, like, I love this framework, like insanity. I crushed it. I looked great. But then insanity ended. Mm. What next? Mm-hmm. Well, I got fat again. Well, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Well, that's the same thing with the freedom. Journal. I don't want people to lose their momentum mm. if they don't have that next goal to set. 
which again, we have people right now on their third or fourth journal, which mm. is just mind blowing to me that they're just able to go from goal to goal. And I'm so proud and impressed by these people. But then there's another uh, percentage of the population that's like, I just, I want to double down on this, on this one single thing that I just accomplished. And that's where the idea came. When I looked at myself and said, how have I been able to build a multi-million dollar a year business? Like how have I been able to grow EO Fire into what it is today that's made me location and financially independent, you know, moving from San Diego to Puerto Rico mm -hmm. and just being able to do all the things that I want to do. And I said, it's because, man, I have so many weaknesses and we could talk right now, Scott, for hours on my weaknesses. They're, they're, they're just, they're just countless, but I have few, but mighty strengths. Mm -hmm. And I really count them as three. I am incredibly productive. I am super focused and I am very, very disciplined. And I said, those are my three greatest strengths that I was able to turn my business, EO Fire, into a multi-million dollar year business. I want to give that to my audience, to Scott's audience, to entrepreneurs that are out there. So I sat down and for a year, I created the framework for the Mastery Journal, which is master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. The framework is built, Scott. You've actually got a peek under the hood yourself. Yes, and, uh, very good too, by the way. It's out there. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, no, it is. And it's very exciting. And it's uh, it's definitely, like you said, it's a framework that you step into and then you kind of follow along, kind of like T25 or Insanity, whatever you're doing, uh, you know, fitness-wise. It's Again, it's, it's set there for you to kind of follow along, fill in the blanks, but it's your blanks. It's like you're filling in your details details. And I think that's really cool. I, I do want to dive into kind of the whole pro productivity, discipline and focus. But before we jump into that, I, my audience is mainly of Amazon sellers and e-commerce businesses, and you've stepped into that world. Maybe we can speak a little bit to what has been that like for you coming from a digital, like mainly a digital products business to now entering the physical products business. And I know it's different. I know you've had some, some ups and downs as far as struggles go. And it, as far as like, you know, where do I put my inventory, you know, sales tax, all that stuff. Like what has been like some things that you're like, holy cow, like I never imagined that that would happen or I needed to do this. Is there anything that comes to mind for that? So there's a lot, you know, one thing that really kind of comes to mind that I never thought about, which is su super obvious, but you know, I just never thought about it cause I'd never been in this world before, but you know, like what happens when a damaged product shows up? You know, I, I had like 30,000 physical freedom journals printed out and you know, there's a certain percentage of them that just are going to get, they get damaged in transit or when they're actually being shipped from my distributor and they arrive at the person's place, it's like now it's there and it's like, oh man, it's like, wow. So not only you know, am I like offering free shipping? So I basically, I sent this, you know, this physical product to them for free, but now it's damaged. So then I got to figure out how to reimburse them to ship it back mm -hmm. and to do all this or do, or, or do I just have them keep it? Or, you know, and obviously I'm going to, I'm going to completely, um, I'm going to send them a new one, right. which is hopefully not going to be damaged that time. But you know, how, you know, where does that, you know, and all of these different things that I was worried about were before just like, that didn't, that wasn't even part of it. It was just right. like, Oh, you want to cancel? Like, <clears throat> here's your money. <clears throat> excuse me. Here's your money back. Like, you know, delete them from the system. Like it was really just simple to clean, simple to manage. And now there's just like so many different levels because, you know, I have a distribution center, you know, I use Shipwire, but then I also use Amazon FBA. And so I have like all these moving parts, um, again, for a $39 journal. And sometimes I'm just like, wow, like it was, was it worth was it? it? Worth and it. Then, I love it. Yeah. And then I, yeah. Yeah. But then I will say, then I look and I say, there's no way I do $50,000 in sales on a $39 PDF or, mm. you know, 
virtual version of this. Like the power in what the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal is, the power within them is the fact that they're beautiful, that they're of high quality, that they're physical, that there's a certain percentage of the population, not everybody, but there's a certain percentage of the population that wants to go back to picking up a pen, putting it to paper, and actually writing and making it real and starting to build a legacy. And by legacy, I mean, I would love to have been able to, to grab a Freedom Journal off the shelf from my grandfather mm. um, you know, from 40, 50, 60 years ago to, to read 100 days in his life. That's the kind of legacy that I want these to be leaving. You know, of course, beyond the just improving everybody's life on a day to day basis. Yeah. I mean, again, that's a that's a huge part of this is like what what you're doing by getting this into people's hands. And like you said, there's some struggles there and there's some things that you're like, oh, my gosh, that's right. So I can't control that, really, if if, you know, items come over and they're damaged, I have them inspected and stuff, maybe. But if they're damaged, you know, then what, you know, then I have to, you know, there's an issue. Now, let me ask you something, though. Do you have do you have a third party inspection company that's inspecting them before you actually ship them out? I do. So I have this company called Proudducts okay. that I use for all of that and, and they go through it. But, you know, there's just how how much can you really expect somebody yeah. to individually inspect 30,000 mm. individual journals that are packed yeah. in these cases? Yeah. So, you know, we give like the cases a once over to, to, you know, look and make sure there's no like big gouges or dents in these 20 uh, in these cases that hold 20 of these journals, but you know, we're talking huge, yeah, huge yeah, numbers. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, again, it's, it's another thing in, you know, logistically that, you know, you have to, you know what, that's part of the physical products world, but what you've done and I love it is, and anyone listening right now is like, you've, you've kind of got a hybrid now you've got a physical products business and you have a digital products business. And, uh, when you can take those two and, and bring them together, if you're willing to, again, do that work that you've done, it's really, really powerful and really strong. Cause these people now, Maybe someone gets the Freedom Journal and or even, you know, the, the the brand new one, you know, the Mastery Journal. If they get that, they get it in their hands. They don't know who you are, maybe, but then it leads them to your podcast and leads them to your other things or vice versa. So it really does cross promote itself really, really nice. Now, are, is is uh, I, I know that you're donating some of the proceeds. Is that during launch or is that is that always? That's always. So that's a continuous. thing. Let's talk so. about that real quick. Yeah. So with the Freedom Journal, we partnered with Pencils of Promise. And every time we hit a funding level goal within um, our Kickstarter campaign, it's in a sense unlocked the uh, me writing a check to Pencils of Promise on behalf of the supporters of Kickstarter to Pencils of Promise to build schools in developing countries. That's what Pencils of Promise does. And with the Freedom Journal campaign, we've actually now written three $25,000 checks. So we've built three schools. Over $75,000 has gone directly to Pencils of Promise directly because of people who purchase the Freedom Journal, a portion of every sale goes towards that. And that's an ongoing thing. We're doing the exact same thing with the Mastery Journal, with Pencils of Promise. Um, we're doing uh, really exciting things. I'm just kind of excite, excited to see how now we're combining the two and just to see how they both lift each other up. And I just, you know, what I'm hoping is that with this, one plus one is going to equal three. And it's just going to make everything so much more powerful with the sales and the donations and, and going from just being successful in life and in business to being significant and making an impact in the world. So I love to say that when you buy the Freedom Journal and when you buy the Mastery Journal, you're giving yourself the gift of accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days or of mastering productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days, but you're also giving the gift of education to those less fortunate. Yeah, I love that. And it's funny because um, I was watching, um, uh, was The Prophet with uh, Marcus Lemonis and uh, the one with Russell Brunson was in for uh, Flex Watches. 
And uh, if you haven't seen that one, you got to see that one. That's a really great episode. And what I love about that is it's that their product was really sold on the cause. And I believe that the the, the owner's uh, mother passed away of cancer. And she helped start the, the actual um, business with them um, and also donating back to the cause. And uh, Marcus was kind of going through their business and why it was failing. And the reason why it was failing is because they started to kind of go away from their cause and their mission. And they started to say, well, instead of it being a $30 flex watch, we're going to just sell, we're, we're going to sell now these high-end watches that are going to be $100, $150 and they're metal. They don't even represent the brand really. And so he got them, he got them to, to, to remove those, go back to the cause, maybe even add more causes like, you know, clean water and, you know, whatever, uh, you know, and any other causes. And now every single watch gets a donation to a cause and it's just brings it right back to the mission. And you've done that with this, with, you know, pencils of promise, which I think is great. And I just think if people can even think about that, like you're doing something really good. So you're feeling really good about that, but you're also building a business and people want to invest in a cause or a mission. And I just love it. I, I love it. How, uh, how that just comes full circle for a business that can do that. So I think it's awesome that you're doing that. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. That's awesome. All right. Let's, let's dig into some meat here. Uh, let's, I, I let, let's kind of talk about this whole thing though, where, you know, Take us through, like, how could we, a busy, you know, person that has a job, a J-O-B, nine to fiver, whatever, uh, and and they want to they wanna start their Amazon business. They want to start, a, you know, an e-commerce business, but they're limited on time. They don't know what to really start on, what to focus on, because everyone's saying, I got to do this or I got to do this. Like, what would you say would be the best thing and what would you do if you're in a situation where you want to do this, but you just got to figure out all these pieces and kind of how do I fit it all together and I'm feeling overwhelmed? Like, where does John Lee Dumas say, Scott, this is what you should do. Like, bring me into your framework. Yeah. So bringing you into my framework, it is critical because you have this J-O-B. Your time is limited, but the time that you do have, it has to be utilized in the best possible manner. So you have to step into this framework that you know, that you like, that you can trust, and that you know you're not going to have to spend excess time with the crap. You can't spend the time with the fluff. You can't spend time creating your fitness workout, you know, use another example, because you're just going to step in, press play, go, and then you're off to work. So when you have limited time, you have to make the most of it. And doing my studies for all of 2016, like focusing on like, how can I master productivity, discipline, and focus so that I can guide others in mastering these three skills? The thing that kept coming up again and again until finally I just tried it and it blew me away, the Pomodoro technique. You have to try it and see it to believe it because it's just incredible. But in a long, long story short, the Pomodoro technique takes a framework of a session. You have one session that's going to be timed. Time the, the fact that you're timing it is absolutely key. It just shifts your mindset into a whole nother level. So for me, I played around with the, the timing of the Pomodoro session, and it works for me to do a 42-minute focus session followed by an 18-minute refresh session. So once you've figured out what works for you in a Pomodoro technique-wise, and you know that you have this one session, and you know that, hey, I have a job, so I'm going... You know, I'm leaving the house at eight. I'm not back till six. So I only have like, say, you know, five to seven and then again, seven to nine. 
to, to do actual outside work, to do my outside side hustle. Now you have this framework that you can fit in these, these hopefully four sessions. I like people to do four sessions in a day. If you're working hard and you have a, a, a big time J-O-B, maybe you're only doing two sessions, one in the morning, one in the evening, where you know you're going to have this timed focus session, which again for me is 42 minutes, and then a, then a forced refresh refresh session, which for me is 18 minutes where I know that I'm done. And you have to honor both of those. Like some people are like, well, I'll just do the focus session then I won't take the refresh time. And if you do that, then your brain's going to be like, no, no, like you're not tricking me. Like, like I need that carrots. Like I need that cherry mm. at the end of that tunnel to know that I'm going to give you the ability to focus a hundred percent during that time. So the Pomodoro technique is real. I've integrated it so fully within the mastery journal, like it's crazy. Like you've seen it, Scott, but there's four sessions every single day where you write down your focus time, you write down your refresh time, you start the timer, you focus on your one thing, timer goes off, you do your refresh time, whatever it is that you want to gift gift to yourself. And it is a gift. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. whatever you want to give to yourself. Like maybe like I actually jotted down when you were talking, the profit with Russell Brunson, because during one of my refresh times tomorrow, I promise you, during those 18 minutes, I'll be watching the profit. That's gonna be one of my gifts. <laughs> nice. And guess what? I'm going to make the most out of those 42 minutes knowing that I have that waiting for me. Yeah. Like that's the huge part about it. And then self-evaluation, Scott, if you're going to step into a framework, you have to be able and willing to self-evaluate yourself. I'm not going to be standing over your shoulder all hundred days. Nobody's going to be saying to Scott, get press play on insanity right now. Like you have to be someone who's willing to self-evaluate yourself. So at the end of every session, I have a section where you're going to give yourself a discipline score. You're going to give yourself a productivity score, which of course I've already trained you how to do at the beginning part of the book. So you're going to start to see as you go through your framework of these four sessions, what you're trending towards as far as productivity and discipline. You're going to start to understand what it means to be productive and what a really productive session looked and felt like and then what an unproductive one felt like and looked like. And you're going to be able to start to really understand what works for you so that by day two, three, four, you might be struggling with that. But by day 14, 15, 16, you're like, I'm starting to get this and I'm starting to understand yeah. what it means to be disciplined, to be focused, to have this score, to see where my trends are going towards. And then, of course, you know, really wrapping up the day with the section, which I'm obsessed with, live, uh, win tomorrow today. Win tomorrow today because, Scott, you're a busy guy. <clears throat> you wake up. You have kids in the house. You're doing this. You're doing that. If you don't have a focused morning routine that you know you're going to get to and you wake up, the day's going to take it away from you. It's gone. 100%. So, you go to bed that night already having written out your morning routine for the next day. Guess what? You win tomorrow today. You start the day on the right foot. You own that part and then you move into that into that first session. Yeah, I, I have to agree on that too. And the reason why I work out first thing in the morning is because I know if I don't, I, I'll tell myself I'll do it. But then, like you said, the minute you get into your day, and especially for me, because I am, you know, 100% working from home, you know, I start to put out fires, you know, especially when I open an email or I don't open Facebook or whatever, right? I'm, I'm putting out fires in a sense where I, I mean, I'm responding. And, uh, and that can eat an hour, it can eat, you know, three hours. So I do have to, and I'm getting better at that too. I have to definitely, um, I will be, I will <laughs> We'll be following along with the mastery journal. Trust me, uh, yes. for sure. Now, let me ask you something though. The forty-two minutes, where'd that come from? I know people are going to ask that. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering it too. Where, where does John say forty-two minutes? That's what I'm going to give myself. It's going back to self-evaluation. Like I literally started off with twenty-five minutes and ten, and I'm like, this isn't nearly enough. I'm just getting into my flow, and then you know I bumped it up to sixty and twenty, and I'm just like. 
wow, that's just, that's too much. Like I just, I'm, I'm finding myself delaying my actual session because 60 minutes is just a long time. So to me, I just kind of went back and forth trial and error till I said, you know what? 42 minutes, it's, it's a good amount of time, but it doesn't sound too long to me. 18 minutes, that's a nice long refresh time. Like 15 minutes just felt too short. 18 minutes seems real. I can get outside. I can do a quick walk. And I love how it fits into an hour. So that's a one hour block, 14 and then uh, 42 and then 18. So to me, that just worked. It just felt right. And, you know, in a couple months, I might have shifted it a little bit, but I might not have. Like, this is what works for me. And again, I leave those times blank for people within the mastery drum because I want you to find your times that work for you. It might be, 25 and five, because, Hey, again, you got to go to work, you got to do your thing, but you find your number and then you adjust on that. Yeah. And I think what you said too, is like the first few days is probably going to be a little hard. Like it was for me starting back up with T25. It's like, uh, I was like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, like, I can't believe I'm like struggling with this. Like I did it so well when I did insanity and now I'm struggling with this and this seems a little bit easier. Like, how can this be? And here I am now I'm in, you know, 17 days in. And even this morning I said to my wife, I go, I nailed that, that workout this morning. Like I did it. Like I did it really good. I didn't, I didn't have to really take any breaks. I felt like I wasn't like, you know, struggling. I felt like I was, I mean, I was struggling, but I was, I was doing it, you know, and I felt like I'm getting into a rhythm. Uh, and, uh, I, I totally agree that, and, and that could be in that daily routine or in those sessions. Like you said, once you start to figure that out, um, it, it can really, it can really, uh, help you continue to move forward in whatever you're, you're trying to achieve. And I think productivity is huge for a lot of people, including myself. I mean, it's, it's something I struggle with every single day, I think, because I, I know what I want to get done, but then it's like prioritizing and then sitting down. And I think, like you said, doing it the night before, and I always try to do that. So I'm not thinking about what am I going to do when I sit down for those 42 minutes. Right. And I think that's important. So maybe you can speak to that. Like people that are kind of like in their head, they're like, oh my gosh, like there's so much that I, I got to do and I want to do. And, uh, you know, like, where do I evaluate myself? Do I do a self audit? Do I kind of see like where, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, and then prioritize, like what would be a nice little exercise to kind of flush that stuff out and then categorize or, uh, you know, kind of, uh, give yourself like little bullet points of what you should start with and maybe focus on in those different blocks. Well, the mastery journal to the rescue, because every 10 days we have a whole section called the 10 day recap where you go through those bullet points, those exact questions you just asked. Like I actually ask you right back and then you you're listing these things out and you're self evaluating. yourself through that, you're actually going to be coming up with your 10 day productivity score, your 10 day discipline score. And then you're going to be answering the questions, you know, what, what could I have done to become more productive over these past 10 days? What could I have become to become more disciplined? What could I have done to become more disciplined over these past 10 days? And, you know, the first one's just going to be like, okay, that was helpful. But then when you get to, uh, to day 20, if you, so your second 10 day recap and day 30, and you start to compare it to the, to the, uh, to the previous ones, you're going to start to see these trends that are, that are developing and these things that are coming out of these 10 day recaps that you never even knew. I mean, Right now, I'm actually on my second iteration of the Mastery Journal. I've already gone through a full 100 days. I'm on day 17 of my sex, of my second Mastery Journal. And it's just crazy for me to see like how I've evolved from my very first 10-day recap to now where I'm basically you know coming up on my 12th um, 10-day recap because I'm on day 17 of my second Mastery Journal. So it's just kind of crazy to see how, how it evolves when you start self-evaluating yourself. And I think a lot of people 
rely on people like you, Scott, to, to answer all of their questions yeah. in Amazon and me to answer all of their questions in podcasting. And like, we're going to do what we can. We're going to provide a lot of great information. But if you're going to win, you're going to win because you take the information that Scott gives you in, in, on Amazon and that I give you on podcasting and you're going to apply it to yourself and then you're going to set up systems and frameworks that are going to work. And that's why the Mastery Journal <clears throat> is not a book that you just open up and read from from beginning to end. It's a book that you open up and you get to work. You work on it. You self-evaluate yourself. You judge yourself. You keep yourself accountable. You make it happen. That's where winners are born. Yeah, you know, again, go, going back to, you know, you can't do it for people, right? We can, you can give them the roadmap and you can kind of say like, you know, here's some help and, and here's, here's what happened when I did this and it didn't work or whatever. But it's really, again, people have to do the work. They have to take action. They have to do it. And, and that's a hard thing for some people. Cause like you said, they want it done for them and, uh, we can't do everything cause everyone's situation is a little bit different. It's funny. I had a, uh, one of our, our listeners email me the other day and someone that really didn't even reach out for a lot of or, you know, questions being answered and stuff, but he's, he basically sent me a thank you email and he's like, you know, Scott, I just want to thank you so much for the podcast. It's been over a year since I launched my business, since listening to your podcast, sometimes twice I listened to some of those episodes and I <laughs> launched my business and I'm about to do $1.2 million in my first year selling on Amazon all because of your podcast and because of your help. But I didn't really help him other than get him going, give him those, those resources and kind of like, you know, maybe look out for this and look out for that. But even he said, he's like, you know, I had roadblocks, but you know, I understood that going into this. It's a business, it's life, things are gonna happen. But, uh, you know, you didn't sugarcoat it. You told me, you know, what could happen and, and I kind of figured it out, but I gave you the roadmap. <laughs> but again, those are the people that are like, you know, they get it, but yet they need a little bit of help. And then from there, they're going to actually be able to structure that. And I think anyone right now that's thinking to themselves like, that's all great and everything, but I'm just not good at structuring like that stuff. Well, just get it all down, get it all out. Like you said, like figure out like, what are the things that you have to do? And then we can prioritize and, and we can work through that. Like you said, with the mastery journal or just on pad and paper, whatever, however you want to do it, but you have to come up with something that's going to structure um, those, you know, those different times of what you're going to do and then move, move forward on that. And, and I love it. And I just love it that you've created a tool now, cause that's really what it is. It, it's a tool, it's a book, but it's a tool that will allow people to really do that assessment of themselves, kind of flush this stuff out and then also evolve through that process and then be able to look back and, uh, and, and see how well they're doing. So I think this is powerful. I really, really do. Let me ask you, uh, do you have any thoughts for like anything additional? Cause I know that last year you weren't thinking of this necessarily, or maybe you were, um, I think you were, but it wasn't like where, what was the next thing? Do you have anything else that you see people struggling with that you might be like, you know what, they're, and you probably can't let the cat out of the bag yet, but there's gotta be something <laughs> stewing in that head because as entrepreneurs, we're constantly having these ideas. And as you start to get through this, you start to see other holes that you might need to fill. Um, is there any other places that people are, are stuck is what I'm, I guess I'm asking. Do you see other ways that people are, are other, other things that people are struggling with, with all of the, the different listeners that you have emailing you from time to time, or is it just pretty much the same pattern? You know, I will say this, uh, I'll let the cat out of the bag. This is the, really the first place I've ever publicly Ooh, spoken about this. Nice. It's not a big, it's not a big secret, but it's something I really haven't talked about yet. Cause all my focus is on the mastery journal, sure. but when that is all done and buttoned up, my next project is actually going to be a traditional book. I mean, I don't want people to think I was just poo-pooing book when, books when I said the Mastery Journal is not a book that you just read, like it's a workbook, and it is, and I'm proud of that reason in the, in the Freedom Journal too. 
but I also believe that there is a great, uh, great place and space for books too. And so, um, my first real book that I'm going to be writing from cover, like a, a real business traditional book, um, is going to be coming out. Um, you know, I don't really actually even honestly have a date for it yet. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be addressing, you know, the problems that I do see. The book is, is titled how to finally win. Oh, nice. And the reason why I chose that title is because so many people that are emailing me are, are basically saying different versions of John. I can't stop failing. Like I try this and I fail and I do this and I do it. And, and, and my aha moment from that was people are so focused on how not to lose. Mm. They're scared of losing. They're scared. They're just focused on how they, they, they can avoid losing. Cause I get it. Losing's painful. It hurts. It sucks. But that this is the reality. I lose every single day. And I'm a multimillionaire. I've I've created a business around losing. I've only had a couple big wins in my life, but those big wins, th- those are th- the only thing that matters. EO Fire, Podcasters Paradise, The Freedom Journal, The Master. These are all wins, and that's all that people talk about. They don't talk about the hundreds of thousands of losses that I've had. So it's not about how not to lose. It's about how to finally win. And that win can be singular. And, and for some people, it, it should be. And so that's going to be what I do next is I'm going to fill that gap of saying, listen, this is how you win. It's a step-by-step guide where the tagline is actually create your dream life one step at a time. And that's exactly like what it. it's going to be. Yeah. And Scott, I'm probably going to force you to bring me back on your show to talk about it. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> that won't be hard. That will not be hard because I, you know, I'm, I'm totally on board with all that. Um, I think, you know, what's between our ears is usually the thing that's holding us back the most. And it's, it's always that, you know, and I get it, I get it a lot from, from people emailing me and it's just like, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to pick the wrong product, or I'm afraid I'm going to, you know, have a product and then, you know, Amazon or uh, Google is going to change. And then I'm not going to, it's like, we have all these fears that we build up and they're limiting, uh, you know, to us. I mean, as far as like even our beliefs, like I can't do that. I'm not technical uh, or, you know, like a technical person that knows computers and this, that, and the other thing. And it's, it's a lot of these excuses that we get in our own way. But to me personally, yes, we've all had failures. I've had failures. You've had failures, but I do believe that those failures have helped to lead the way to where we are. And if you don't have those failures, you'll never know until you actually get it out there. Like you said, you didn't know how the Freedom Journal was going to do until you got it out there. And there was probably a little bit like, oh, I hope people like it. I hope it, I hope it's good. And then all of a sudden it gets out there and it's like, ah, yes, it it worked. (laughs) But if it didn't, you know, it would have been a little bit of a blow, but you would have learned from it and you could have pivoted and you could have said, well, maybe that wasn't exactly what they needed. Maybe they needed this instead. Um, but so many people get so wrapped up in the fear of losing, like you said, and I, and I love that and, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So you're gonna have to tell me too, you're gonna have to lead me through that process. Cause that is something on my bucket list eventually that I want to do. But, uh, again, it's one of those things that's not calling me yet. You know, it has to, I think, call you and, uh, and kind of say like, you know, totally. this is the thing. Cause I know I've got it in me. I know there's a lot of what I could share that could help a lot of people, but it's a matter of what is that thing that I feel would lend itself um, to the world. And uh, it's just not there yet for me. But I'm, yeah. I'm really you interested. You asked me a year ago, I do, did not say that I'm writing a book. In fact, I say I, I might have said I'm never writing a book because it just was not something that was calling me. It was not in my periphery. But mm. it just, you know, about four to five months ago, it started kind of tugging at me. And I, I gave it some focus. I gave it some thought. And 
I said, I got to do this. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Well, hey, man, this has been awesome as usual, and we can probably talk for another hour, but I know you got to go, and uh, we, uh, we, we, I, I think we, we really just got to let people understand that this is a framework that people can step into. You don't have to feel lost. You can actually step into this framework, and you can do it with your journal. So why don't you tell people how they can get a copy of the Mastery Journal? Yes. So between January 23rd of 2017 and February 24th, all you have to do is visit themasteryjournal.com. I know Scott's audience is massive and they go back and listen to old episodes. So if this is after February 24th, hopefully the Mastery Journal did awesome. And you can still go to themasteryjournal.com and I'll have a beautiful website with all the descriptions and everything there. Um, our videos killer. Amy Porterfield's helped out in the intro. It's, it's, it's really great. It's killer. So definitely check it out. Um, if you're looking to make 2017 or whatever year you're listening to this in your best year ever, then check out themasteryjournal.com so that you can master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that was awesome. I appreciate it, John. Um, and again, I think people are going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. I will have a copy here and it will be used. I promise. All right, man. So, uh, Hey, you, uh, is there any last thing that you want to just give people as far as that are thinking about like, you know, John, this sounds great and all, but maybe just give me one tip that I can do tomorrow to maybe kind of get myself going. Is there anything that you can kind of get people out of their funk? Just one last thing. Well, there's a thing that gets me out of my funk, like whenever I'm in a funk, which believe it or not, it happens. It's just I'm human and we all get into these funks. If you want to be, do. And it sounds super simple. I get it. But the reality is this. If you want to be a podcast, like you just have to podcast. Like if you want to sell your first thing on Amazon, you have to actually get out there and sell your first thing on Amazon. Yes. Like I, if I want to write a book, I, just actually, I have to actually write a book. I mean, it's, it's really that simple and people try to complicate life and they try to put up all these barriers and these walls in front of us. And it's just waking up in the morning and just taking a step. And that's why I love these frameworks. And that's why, you know, I created the Freedom Journal so that people can just take that one step every single day for 100 days to accomplish our number one goal. That's why I created the framework of the Mastery Journal for the same thing with productivity, discipline, and focus. Because I want people to just wake up to take a step and just to do that thing because that's where success is made. All right, man. Drop the mic on that one. That was awesome. So uh, yeah, everyone go check out the journal and uh, I'm sure that it will definitely help you. And John, I want to thank you again, brother, for coming on and sharing some of your wisdom, some of your some of your expertise and uh, just some of your some of your thoughts as far as this process. I think it's really, really awesome of what you're doing and helping thousands of people. So I want to thank you again, man. Thanks, Scott. All right, so someone grab the fire extinguisher, please, because like I said, I mean, I get fired up whenever I get to talk to people like John that are as fired up as I am, but also are very passionate about what they believe they can help people with, and that's ultimately what John has done here. He's created a tool for us to be able to go through and just follow along. I can't tell you how many people say, Scott, I want a checklist or I want something that I can follow. I want an outline. I want something that I can just sit down and know exactly what I have to do or at least fill in the blanks. And this definitely is that. So I would definitely recommend checking out themasteryjournal.com. 
The other cool thing about it is it is going to a great cause, something that I'm definitely looking to do in the future, and hopefully with some TAS support, we can do it together and help a lot of people in the process, and that's really part of what I want to do moving forward. So keep an ear out for that. I'm definitely going to be focusing on something there in the future and inspired by people like John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn, the guys out there that have done this, that they're they're giving to their community uh, you know, something that is useful, but then also being able to donate some of those proceeds uh, to a really, really cool cause. And I think anyone right now that has a business or a brand, whether it's physical products, digital products, doesn't matter. If you can go after something that you believe in and that you truly want want to help with and then tie that into your brand, man, there is no stopping you. Uh, there's, I, I just wanted to share a quick little story. I was actually looking at a website to acquire. I was actually looking at a website to buy and then uh, you know, go ahead and improve it a little bit and then see where I can expand it and scale it. And that's something that I've been dabbling in a little bit. And I haven't found the right one yet, but I'm getting close. And the one that I just recently seen, I'm not going to you know, expose the brand or anything, but it had a cause that was attached to the brand. So I really kind of fell in love with that part of it because it already was in place and it was also something that I believed in. So right away, I just started to think to myself, if you're able to create a brand with some type of cause. Now, don't just go out there and throw a cause out there to throw a cause. You want to go out there and do something that you truly believe in. You know, if you've had a struggle in your life that, you know, you've had, uh, you know, someone with a certain, you know, disease or maybe someone that just has had a problem learning and you want to go after and, and or go out there and try to help people with a learning disability, like whatever it is in your life that you feel as though you want to help in, Use that as part of your mission and, and part of, uh, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, part of your brand. So this way here, you can go out there and feel really good about doing it and then get people behind the product. Now, obviously, you got to have a good product to, to, uh, to help push this thing too, right? But whenever you can take those two things and bring them together, it's a win-win for everyone and it feels really, really good to be able to give. Trust me, it really, truly does. And I want to be able to do more of that moving forward. And like I said, keep an ear out for that because I'm definitely going to be working on something in the future. All right, guys, so that's it. That's pretty much going to wrap it up. What you guys need to do now is figure out how to be more productive. And the way that you do that is go back and listen to this episode again if you have to. Take notes or go over to the show notes page, theamazingseller.com forward slash 320, grab the transcripts, the show notes, all that stuff will be there for you and really put this stuff into action or head over and grab that journal, the masteryjournal.com that is. All right, guys, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Say it with fire today, guys. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.